We're going, we don't need roads. Welcome to another episode of Off Topic with Two Drunk Men. Joining me tonight is Jason McDonald. Hello, everyone. Very excited to be here. Okay, bye. <laughs> As he does every single week. And I am Sean Macy. See how I did that backwards this time? Yeah. How are you, Sean Macy? It's because sometimes I feel that I take the limelight from leading us in. Therefore, I wanted to give you some of that love. Introducing you first. You gave me about five seconds of it. Yeah, that's all Thank Stay you. in your place. Mm, nice. <laughs> well, hey, you know what? I'm happy to be here. I'm so happy to be here, in fact, that I am, um, how you say, thirsty. <laughs> nice. I've, uh, I've already opened mine because um, I was probably more genuinely thirsty. Oh, right. Well, yeah. I just had dinner, so I, I'm cool for a drink. Oh, no, nice. What do you We're get sponsored to, by Heineken tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah. 500 mil. Yeah. Not bad. How good's that? Oh, I love this stuff. Love it. Uh, you know, when I was in England, uh, you had to sort of fight for any good beer to buy from the, the shops. You could go to a pub and get some great ales. Hmm. But certainly on beers that you need to buy at shops, everything was mass produced and whatnot. But Heineken was the best of the bunch. Okay. Otherwise, it was Budweiser, Stella. And uh, Stella can be good, of course, but I think it's overrated. Like Maui. I think so. Moe Chandon. That's not a great mm. uh, champagne. Crown Lager. Oh, my God, Crown Lager, yeah. The most overrated beer known to man. Can I, while we're on beers, yeah. I went to the Bottolo the other day just to buy some beer for our uh, lovely new work colleagues. Yeah. I went to uh, not the biggest Bottolo shop in the world, but it's a fairly reputable brand, fairly okay. big. Recognisable. It's, it's national. Yeah. I could not find a six-pack of beer under $20. I kid you not. And I'm like, hang on, what's going on? Am I missing something here? Maybe there was one at 18 or something I, just, you know, I wasn't interested in at all. Sure. And now they're, they're all like 22 24 50 25 I'm like, hang on. Yeah. For like Australian brewed and, and imported, right? And imported, yeah. In fact, sometimes imported can be a lot cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. And then the suddenly, suddenly I kind of worked out what they were doing. And... The way it worked is if you got two six-packs, it was $30, $35, yeah, whatever, right. right? So obviously, clearly, you get two six-packs. But at $30, $35, you're $5 away from a case. But my point is $24.50 for a six-pack, oh, I was um, offended. I was absolutely offended. Yeah, well, you know, I've said this to you before. Sometimes you've just got to head back to those uh, random German beers, the ones that all basically end in Stein. <laughs> or Berg. Yeah, or burger, all that sort of stuff. You know, I, I, I would go and drink ones that were worth $10 for a six-pack. Cans, yeah. Hey, they are what they are. What, what, are, you, what are you looking for in a six-pack generally? Otherwise, you'd buy a case. What, a six-pack is just to help you 
Get through life, man. Get through the next day. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I'm thinking the six-pack for me, the only time I ever buy a six-pack is if I'm going to a party. You know, I don't want to buy a case for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I just want to bring a six-pack with me. Yeah, I'll go check that out. I won't, I won't buy a six-pack just to get to the next day. <laughs> oh, I'm, uh, I just gave a bit of myself out there then. <laughs> uh, so, what have you seen this week? about this a bit more or what? What? Have, you, what have you seen this week? Well, hang on. It's not just about movies. I, um, I've been working very hard on my house. Um, right. We're doing some uh, refurbs. And, uh, yeah, just been around the clock, just been working on the house out, out the back in the alfresco area. Nice. And the sunken lounge room. And we're almost done. It's been, like, honestly, nine months in the making. And we're almost there. And it feels great, but it's, it's hard work. Yeah, so that's I, what I've been doing yeah. for most of my waking hours. So, so I haven't seen a lot of films. Fun. Oh, really? Yeah, really. Oh, well, what, what about you? Well, uh, because I've been doing a lot of travel to and from work, I have seen a, a fair few things. In fact, you gave me uh, something that I was uh, going on about a few weeks ago, the Child's Play. Child's oh, Play. Oh, yeah, Cult of Chucky. Yeah. Is that eight, I think it was? Yeah, Child's part eight, yeah. yeah. So you watched it? Uh, yeah, I watched most of it. Oh, <laughs> that's Look, It's very simple. It just, I think now they're at the point where they're handing off these... Uh, films, the sequels, to people who are new directors or people they want to test out as part of the larger production company. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, the, it, it, it was okay, but the acting wasn't great. Like, the money spent on these things wasn't great. So, it's definitely B-grade territory. Although, the way it's marketed because of the brand and things like that, they're trying to keep it in the A-grade area. Okay. It's definitely B grade territory here. Look, at the end of the day, you're there for Chucky's, a, a few ch- of Chucky's laughs and a few kills, right? Yep. So, Absolutely. how was a kill counter and how was the laughs? Oh, uh, no, he was all over it. You never yeah. saw him kill anyone, though. It was kind of okay. like he, he would just have a few lines and then he'd move on. <laughs> so, even Chucky the doll is over the uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. starring in the film. Yeah. I'll be in my trailer. But that's what I mean. It's I want like better terms. It, they're, they're trying to play the sort of guessing game. Even though you knew that Chucky was killing everybody? Yeah. Everyone else was guessing. Right. So you didn't get to see, but you knew Chucky in some way was killing everybody. The biggest flaw Although, in any any horror icons franchises of all of the history of horror yeah. is having entries where they don't feature the main guy. Uh, Nightmare on Street 2 is famous for it. Um, there was a Friday the 13th Part 5, I think it was. Yeah. And there was even a um, Halloween Part 3. Didn't feature Jason, Michael, or Freddy much. And, yeah, they're notorious for... Don't get me wrong. Chucky's all over this thing. Right, okay. You just don't see him kill. Yeah, you just don't see him actually do the thing. He has a line about, I'll come back for you later type of thing. And then it goes to the next morning and this person that he just said that to is dead. So my fault, and possibly I could be completely wrong here, is that I'll go back and watch the last... 30 minutes, I guess. Yeah. And in fact, being the cult of Chucky, maybe someone is actually doing all the murders that's not Chucky. Right, okay. So there might be a twist. I I'm guess, thinking he's I'm becoming saying. a little bit uh, like a diva like Nicolas Cage and he won't be seen with a <laughs> with a gun on the cover. Do you know that, Nicolas Cage? Can't have a gun on the um, on, on the artwork? Why? It's in his contract. Because he, he thinks guns are bad, even though they're in the, all his films. Yeah. He can't be seen with a gun on the cover of the DVD or try VHS. And do, or try and do face-off with opera music and white doves with no guns. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> well, it's modern-day Nicolas Cage. but So every movie you look at, every artwork that you look at, it'll be a, a knife. Oh. 
Or or just his hand going, how dare you, sir? So maybe Chucky's becoming a diva and saying, all right, I'll be in these films, but I'm not going to make a kill. I'm not going to kill anyone. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know. Uh, Chucky's not real. I think that, that's actually part of the film, <laughs> is Chucky's not real. They're trying, yeah. No. Because they're, they're, they're in a, an asylum. Right. That's where it is. So everyone's okay. like, you just got to get over it. Yeah. Chucky's not real. Nightmare on Street 3, done that. Uh, anyway. Right. So, so what else that. did you see? Uh, so then I was able to watch um, uh, Chicago PD. That's fine. Chicago PD. There we go. Done. Over Good. with. But then I finished Manhunters. Mindhunter. Mindhunters. No, not plural. <laughs> did I say man? You said Manhunter? Is that like some gay porn or something? Here. I even wrote Manhunters, yeah. God. Gay porn? That sounds like an adult <laughs> film. Yeah. <laughs> gay porn. Um, uh, Mindhunters, yeah. David no, Fincher. No, no, it's not plural. It's Mindhunter. But there's, there are three of them. <laughs> yeah. So, sorry. I'm only messing. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. So, you finished it. I did. Right. And Talk to uh, me. The, the best sign about something like this is when... You don't realise it's the last episode because I'm watching it back to back on Netflix. It finishes and you're just waiting for the next episode to pop up. It doesn't. It goes to some other like you know, recommendation and you're disappointed. Mm. And I was. I was truly disappointed. I really wanted to see the next episode. I didn't realise. There was no cliffhanger as such. It was just, yeah. it was just good, solid just good, TV. Good last episode though. Having said that. Yeah. It, was, it kind of did bring it to a head, but opens sure. many questions, many more questions. Yeah, definitely. But, but it wasn't, you know, the classic lost oh, no. cliffhanger. No, there was know. no polar bears. But I, I loved it. I, I loved it so much that I've started watching it again with my wife. Yeah. Um, she's up to, we watched the first two episodes again, and that's interesting to watch the first two once you've seen the whole season. Try and pick up something new. Yeah. But um, look, it's not for everyone because it is kind of slow, but... Yeah, like we've banged on about many a time. It's it's very rewarding. Yeah. I loved it. I honestly, for me, top five TV shows of the last five years. There you go. Bam. I said it. Good. Fine. Uh, I don't necessarily disagree because I can't think of it. What uh, <laughs> top others? five would be? But I'll reserve judgment. Um, right. So, what are my top two sports? If I had to go into do top uh, two sports right now. Um. <clears throat> Put me down, lock me in for, do I get a phone or a friend? No. 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 Lock me in for baseball. Yep, good. And. Don't need to go any further. That's where I was headed to, baseball. Right. <laughs> I would have said. What could you get, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I would have either gone with, um, you know, if it was, you know, rugby with the Rabbitohs or soccer. Oh, sorry, football. Sure. Yeah, football is where, I, where my head would be at. Yeah. Rabbitohs is more of a family thing growing up, so just a habit. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, baseball. I watched a documentary this week, and oh. it really ties into our world really well. You know a guy named Bing Russell? Bing, butter Bing, Russell. No. Who is Kurt Russell's dad? Bing Russell. Yes. <laughs> you win. You win. <laughs> what? Right. So Bing Russell was a guy who uh, went over and did a lot of um, uh, cowboy sort of work, I guess, you know, in, in movies um, with all of the big actors of the time. So in, in his own right, he was a big actor. He takes a break from acting, comes down to uh, Portland where um, 
you know, I'm not going to explain the, the way that baseball works, but basically a baseball team had left Portland and a new baseball team came in right. that he had bought and brought in. And it was part of an independent system. But basically, in the independent system, every team is owned by a big conglomerate major league team. So a big business owns every other team. Bing Russell comes in, pays for a license, and runs his own team, not associated with anybody else. Right. Kurt Russell played in this team. What? Yeah. He was a professional baseballer. Are we talking 70s? Uh, 70s, yeah. Yeah. He was a professional baseballer. Um, And again, I won't go through how it works from Major League down all the way down, but he wasn't too far from the Major Leagues. Okay. What did he he, uh, play? What position? uh, It didn't go into what position, but it did say he DH'd a little bit, which is uh, designated hitter, which just means that uh, the pitcher doesn't bat and you bat for the pitcher. Right. So um, that's all they ever mentioned really about him playing was him being uh, a designated hitter. Okay. So that that surprised me. Um, But it was a great little story and I just thought this could be something that is part of um, like a movie you know I want baseball films I always want baseball films yeah so it plays to you well right like what about a um, punter like me who you know I've actually played baseball but you know who doesn't follow it day to day would I enjoy the doco or I I, I think you would uh, because it doesn't go into baseball itself as like the the love of the game but what what the story surrounds is um, as they say the battered um, bastards of baseball. That's what it's called. The battered bastards. Oh, of is that baseball. what it's called? Yeah, the battered bastards bastards <laughs> of baseball. Say that ten times quicker. No. Um, anyway, so yeah, they, they it surrounds basically all these people who have been missed the drafts. The major league people have either let them go or never picked them up in the first place. Um, and it's all about like in the early part about talent identification. Right. So these people all come to an open tryout, which is unheard of at this sort of level of baseball. Mm. So they all come. It's basically major league, like with Charlie right. Sheen and Wesley Snipes. Why? But, because it's independent. Yeah. Because they can, yeah. So they, they have this, this, this open tryout and they bring all these players in. It becomes so uh, big um, that they have the, the biggest uh, amount of uh, fans come per year that any of the, that level of right. baseball has ever per had capra. before or since. Um, they they were just all, they weren't corporate people, if you know what I mean. Like the, even the baseballers can become quite corporate. These yeah. guys were all in jail and coming out of jail and just Major getting themselves in trouble. And and that you know, uh, I can't go into too much. I'm really excited about it, as you can see. Like I just I start thinking about all the stories. And I want to talk about all of it. <laughs> but the but core you see, of there's it, a movie in there. Somewhere. Yeah. Well, the core of it is simple. Hollywood star comes and uh, buys a baseball team. Brings in all the battered bastards of baseball, the people who never made it, never never could get there. And they're one of the most successful clubs for five years until, again, they're screwed over by the conglomerate Corporate. baseball, as it's always going to happen. Mm. It's a moment in time. It's a moment in history. And it did a lot for a lot of people during that time. So, um, What was the name of the uh, team as far as their... Um, um, their logo. The yeah. Portland Mavericks. Mavericks. Right. Yeah. The, uh, have you ever seen the movie? Um, it was nominated for Academy Awards. And now I don't know the film, uh, but it's called In the Bedroom. Yeah, I've heard of that, yes. Right. Well, the director of yeah. that was the Bat Boy for for the team. Right. Yeah. So this, the whole, and 
the whole story is surrounded by just Hollywood types of people and like even after there was a, a one of their most famous player which I can't remember his main name right now but he just disappeared gone no one's ever seen him since okay like completely off the map he was reported missing gone he did the uh, Harold Holt and that's the kind of stuff that this team was built around you know they had a major league pitcher who was let go because he was too basically flamboyant and talked too much he comes down plays for them and it gets picked back up to go back up for the, the major leagues. Um, it's, it's just wonderful. Begging, it? begging for a Hollywood uh, adaptation. Yeah. <laughs> now, the, the documentary, I would say, definitely if you're a baseball fan, listen to it. If, you're just, if you like documentaries, listen to it. Um, yeah. Other than that, you know, try it at your own risk, basically. But I feel that a film around this sort of nature would do really well. Okay. In America. <laughs> I um I, I watched a few more episodes of Stranger Things, so I'm up to uh, episode five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we're getting there. I know everyone in the world probably finished, other than you and I. Yeah, yeah. But so uh, yeah, look, it, it's great. I'm loving what I'm I'm seeing. Every episode's fantastic, and they've captured the magic of the first season, um, and they've kept what we loved about the first season, but it still has enough freshness in there with uh, the story that uh, keeps you going. Yeah. Mm. Well, uh, have you started yet or? Uh, I did episode one, uh, loved it. Yeah. Tried a little bit episode two, but I was just too busy. Sure. Yeah. Okay. And I and, and I realized that I wasn't paying attention, and that's not what you needs want. to happen. Yeah. No, <laughs> you want to be fully engrossed. Yeah. So as I said originally committed. a few weeks ago, after Christmas, I'm locking Sit myself in and, and smash it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I I started another one just by because I just finished uh, Mindhunter and it was there. And I thought I'll just give the first episode or two a go. And it's a movie, it's a TV show just being released on Netflix called uh, The Sinner. Oh. The Sinner with uh, Jessica Biel and Bill Pullman. I walked in today home and my wife and child were out in the pool. And on the TV inside was this love scene. Yeah, well, yeah it's got some... And I just walked in and thought, what? what's going on? It has some on? erotica. Uh, yeah, she, she's not... See, like... You and I, no doubt, if we walked away from television, we want to watch it, so we'd pause it, stop it, whatever. She doesn't. She'll just let it play and then walk back and maybe rewind. This is your wife. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, yeah, she had it left on. Look, there's parts of this TV show that are frustrating me, but the the other elements that I'm actually really liking, it's quite, it's definitely binge TV, it's set up purposely, so you keep watching it. Yeah. So it's easy to watch, uh, and some of it's a little bit. uh, morbid, I guess. Or, sorry, no. Traumatic is probably the best word for it. Yeah. So some things are, if if anyone suffered trauma, you, it might be a little bit close to home. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's really enjoyable. And, and you want to see what happens and I'm intrigued. So I'm up to about episode, um, gosh, I'm going to say seven and I think there's only eight, eight episodes. Yeah. I will never watch this thing ever. Right. And you're up to seven. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you on the train, like I just want to watch something and you just make a decision. And but this is you coming from, uh, I'm busy. I didn't watch anything this week. Yeah, oh, but I, I mean, that's seven what... episodes of The Sinner. <laughs> well, that's what I watched though, right? That's that's pretty much what I've watched. I watched Justice League <laughs> with you, which we uh, reviewed. We did, yeah. Yep. And the only other movie I watched this week is, um, uh, interestingly, is Hancock, Will Smith. Oh, just... Peter Berg, little, yeah, little we like Batcat. Yeah, the girls and I like going Batcat, and we've been on a bit of a Will Smith thing at the moment. So we watched uh, Seven Pounds, uh, 
couple of weeks ago. Oh, for just for a bit of a laugh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> bit of a laugh. Oh, gosh, that's such a sad movie. But I really enjoyed that film and I watched um, Hancock and we were actually tossing up. That's where everyone goes when they say, hey, do you want to watch a Will Smith film? I didn't watch Seven Pounds. <laughs> uh, and we were tossing up between Men in Black and Hancock and we chose Hancock. And, yeah, it's great. It's actually really fun. I mean, I remember at the time when it was released, people were a bit up in arms because it has a real, I don't know if you remember, a real tone shift in the movie. It's kind of like black comedy up front and then it gets kind of dark near the end. Anyway, other than that, it's actually pretty enjoyable and it's fun and we're all having a laugh. It's good. It plays well today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm happy for you. Mm. Um, I will, Will Smith, whenever I see the um, fresh bits of a fresh... God, my words again already. Take your Fresh. mouth guard out. Bro. I know, seriously. The, the, the air doesn't come through the front of my teeth, people. <laughs> so what happens is sometimes I'll get like a little air pocket and it just closes my and mouth. Your, your tongue stumbles. It does, it just, yeah. yeah. So the, the Fresh Prince of, LA, of Bel-Air. <laughs> <laughs> I said that really weirdly. He tried I? so hard to get that out. <laughs> so hard. And you almost got there. I know. But you know Why don't you just call about? it Fresh Prince? Okay, fine. Yeah. Fresh prints. Yeah. <laughs> oh so, uh, yeah, whenever I see those on Facebook, the little clips, because they cut them up so much just to teach you a lesson about life and all those sites do that, yeah. memes and all the business. But I'll watch it because I love every moment that I see uh, any of that stuff. Love that. And, and also DJ Jazzy Jeff is in uh, Fresh Prince, so I'll watch that as well. Yes. Now, before anyone comments on, you know, I go ahead and watch, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. I've gone and watched seven episodes of The Sinner, but I still haven't caught up with Game of Thrones and Walking Dead. Now, I get it, right? Did I, say, I didn't say anything. No, I knew, you were thinking it. I could <laughs> see you looking right through me going, he's watched The Sinner, but he yeah. hasn't watched The Walking Or Chicago PD. So, well, I'm not going to watch that. No, I, actually, I said to you last week, I'll watch one episode. I will. No, I just three. haven't quite got You've to You've got to watch three. <sighs> You have to watch three. This is our rule. If you're going, if you're going to say no to a, if you say yes to a show, that's fine. You can watch it one episode. If you're going to say no to a show, it has to be three episodes. <laughs> no, no, it is a rule. Yeah, I've got to watch minimum of three. I agree. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I'll watch three. Is that what you want? Yes, please. Is that what you want? Yes, please. Okay. Fine. By next week. You've, you've, well, I'm you've, almost done with this. You've presented, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've presented evidence that you have time to watch these things on a train. But I, I have consciously decided that I'm going to watch The Walking Dead, catch up on The Walking Dead over Christmas. Yeah, fine. A bit of a break okay, over Christmas. Perfect, yeah. Sit down with my wife Kate, and we'll just watch it. Love it. I, I like that idea. That's great. And we're doing that. Yeah, yeah. That's about a season. About a season yeah. to catch up. Uh, Game of Thrones. I've just got Foxtel on my uh, new phone. Uh, so I'm going to start watching that as yeah, well excellent. and catch up with that. So yeah. my intention is three episodes of Chicago PD. <clears throat> I'm sorry. <laughs> Just threw up in my mouth. And then I'll watch the last season of Got. I can't wait until you walk back in and start going, who would have been doing? <laughs> and you put him in a jail. Now, I've actually seen an episode of this over at your place once. Okay, yeah. So does that count as one of my one episodes of three? No. They've got to be sequential. I'd, I'd like it that way, yeah. Right. So you can so you can at least come back and say that it's not like an NYPD blue or whatnot. Did you watch anything else? Um, no, that was that was me for the, the week with all that because, I mean, that fills up a whole lot, really. Yeah. I had to split the uh, the doco over sort of two or three trips on a train. Yep. 
Uh, yeah, that was it. So, uh, have you seen anything else? No, that's me. Excellent. We're going to move on to news. It happens. And just as I said it before, it does. It happens. News. Every day. Well, you uh, you actually got that right this week. I know. Yeah. I worked hard on that one. I wrote it down this week. Uh. <laughs> Yeah. And it's only our third time we've had news. Yeah. It happens. It happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wish you could see the head yeah, bubble yeah. that has to go into that. Uh, there that is one. stuff happening in between news and it. Ready? <laughs> news. <laughs> it happens. And a lot of it looks like Dustin Hoffman doing 52 cards. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> but... Um, this week, uh, what have you got for us? So what's happening in the world? Well, obviously, <laughs> you know, this whole, you know, Weinstein, Kevin Spacey, I'm just going to do an update on this stuff, right? Okay. I want to yeah, yeah, delve yeah. into it. Just yeah. updates on what we've already spoken about. Okay. So you asked a question a couple of times about um, the Guild Awards, uh, the Guild Association, sorry, and whether people like Bill Cosby are still part of it. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I thought I'd look up and, well, it actually came up the, um, the DGA, which is the Directors Guild of America. Yeah have taken um, uh, steps to remove Harvey Weinstein from the GDA, uh, which is the Guild. Even if he's not a director? Yeah, yeah, I know. It's just a Guild. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. But it must mean more than just uh, directors. It's an association for um, awards for directors. Hence the power he wielded, I guess. Yeah, well, it's just when you get to the um, obviously the DGA vote on the best directors of the year and so forth. Yeah, doesn't yeah. mean you have to be a director to vote. Yeah, just like the Academy Awards. Um, so they have taken steps to remove uh, Weinstein from that. But I then looked it up, and they haven't removed Bill Cosby from it, who is part of the DGA. Yeah, they haven't yet, but they it's something they might look into with the words that were written down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. And there, there are lots of other examples like that as well. You know, last week we we spoke about um, Christopher Plummer coming in to take over Kevin, Kevin Spacey's Space, yeah. uh, role within All the Money in the World, yeah. which is a Ridley Scott's uh, new film. So that was a 10-day shoot that Kevin Spacey was involved in. So Christopher's coming in to do 10 days worth of shoot, as we've spoken about yeah. on this podcast. That has come out this week that that will be around come at a cost of around $10 million dollars. To reshoot those uh, Kevin Spacey scenes. Wow. It's a so, lot of money, man. Yeah. I, I'd take one of those 10 millions <laughs> and be pretty happy with my life. Yeah. I'm happy with my life now, but that would help. Last week we spoke about <laughs> uh, briefly about Tarantino's new film. Hang on, you wouldn't take any of that money? Uh, I'd take one of those Okay, 10. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought that was a given. Oh, no, I was just wondering. Like, Did maybe you go to... So if we so had there's one plenty each, more for others. It's eight other millions for everyone else. If if we had one each, could we play a game? Who could grow that one million more in one year? Well, let's do that anyway. Let's put do it with one dollar. I can't. You don't I have, have time a time for that. Oh, okay. For a million dollars, I could stop working and then do it. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> Didn't some? Um, I think it was like maybe New Zealand boys or something do this. Yeah, yeah there's a YouTube great, right? thing. Yeah, so good. And they actually turned it into. Yeah, big business. Big business, yeah. Yeah, they started from basic. It wasn't like It was like money. a resell, resale. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Let's call it a piece of cheese. I can't remember, but it was yeah. basically something as silly as a paperclip or a piece of cheese. And they just kept trading 
from one person to another, slightly bigger, slightly yeah. better, finding people who needed what they had. Yeah. And eventually finding they were memorabilia perhaps or you know something. Whatever, like, yeah. yeah. And, and and yeah, something was signed. It just it was crazy the way that they went back and forth. And then of course, uh, the more uh, involved they got the more exposure they got people were more willing yeah to and then it become a bit more. of a charity I mean that helps right but, yeah completely yeah, but they had matter. to start from yeah. this little nothing you know yeah. uh, but I don't have that time I don't have that patience okay so um, yeah last week we spoke about Tarantino <laughs> Tell me about Tarantino, please. Remember, um, obviously, he's looking for a new home because Weinstein is no longer, right? Okay. Yep. So he's, all his eight films have been through Weinstein. So he's looking for a new home and What's, someone... Will he take his back catalogue with him? I don't know how that'll work. Wow. Yeah, good question. Yeah. I'm not sure. Someone has come out, a studio has come out and outbid everyone else and that studio, he has a new home, is... Disney. No. <laughs> no, I was just joking because Disney buys anything and everything. Yeah. But Imagine Tarantino, Tarantino when they're a Disney label. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can I say Icon? No. Okay, all right. I'm it's out. a major. Oh, right. Sony. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a major. Which is good for Sony because Sony really have had a couple of poor years in the last couple of years. They've had a few hits in Spider-Man, which were shared with Marvel. Yeah. Other than that, you know, they've had Dark Tower, which was a miss, and, and so they've had a few misses. So I think this is quite smart because it's almost a – it's fairly good, bankable. It's a, it's a brand. Know, he makes yeah, money. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, so he's found a new home in Sony, and since then, uh, a couple of things. It's not purely based around Manson. That's just part of it. The era, the year is from 1969. Um, he has eyed out – he's been eyeing Tom Cruise for a role – as well as, as we've talked about, Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio, Margot Robbie. Yeah. Great. Like, this is just, this movie is getting bigger and better by the minute for me personally, because I actually love every single one of those people. Sure. Uh, and yes, but don't you ever sort of worry a little bit when tons of big actors come on for any film? I know Tarantino's had these types of people before. But usually you have two or three big ones and then fill them with really great actors around that that yeah. don't require uh, top billing, I guess. Look, I uh, normally I'd be concerned, but, um, you know, uh, Tarantino's that good. He's famous for, you know, uh, resurrecting actors who have been dead dormant for years. Yeah, but you, know. you haven't named anyone there that needs resurrecting. No, but I don't know. They're all on, still all on point as we speak right now. They're at the top of their game. Oh, look, I'm... I'm fine. <laughs> that could be the worst film ever. I'll still be like, yay, Tony Tarantino. <laughs> Tarantino. Pulp Fiction was great. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big fan. So, no, it's all good for me. Um, yeah. I, I hear what you're saying, but I'm not nervous okay. yet. Sure. Um, does that excite you? Or you? Oh, man, look, I watch Tarantino all day, right? Ooh. Sure. I just, I just wanted to bring up the fact that, <laughs> you know, adding another person like Tom Cruise, and I think if they named any other Ben Affleck or someone who else is at the top of their game I wouldn't yeah. worry so much yeah but you're bringing in Tom Cruise yeah like this guy controls everything you know we're talking about in a I think in our review of um, the, you know what did we review Justice League yeah you know earlier on this week you you, you think of that and you think um, Spielberg controls Brockheimer controls yeah and Cruise they're in controls. different positions and Cruise 
Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear what he said? Yeah, yeah. He's in cruise control. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but you think about the cruise stuff that he's done where he's been um, uh, not the lead. Yeah. Right? So Tropic Thunder, brilliant. Sure. Right? And Rock of Ages, brilliant. You know, and I don't think he would have said, maybe he would have been um, controlling over his own character, but certainly not over the film overall. Oh, yeah. If they, I guess if they use him in that yeah. bit part. Well, when you think of this, it sounds like no. almost like a Pulp Fiction already. So you think of anyone in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. And he hasn't I mean, been with Tarantino before, I guess. So yeah. uh, he might be willing to allow himself to relax and just go under the wing of Tarantino. Yeah. You hope. So <laughs> can I tell you that in exactly three weeks' time, mm-hmm. you and I will be sitting down to watch uh, Star Wars Episode Eight. I won't be. In exactly three weeks' time, I'll be sitting down to watch Star Wars Episode Eight. So w- one of the... Either way, in three weeks' time, the whole world will be watching this. That's kind of exciting, huh? Yeah. It's just come up. Well, you can't say the whole world because um, I won't be. Yeah, but that's by choice. No, not by <laughs> choice. I'll be at work. <laughs> you can't sneak out for two and a half hours. That's exactly the runtime, by the way. <laughs> I came out this week, two hours and 30 minutes. Uh, no, I'll, and I can't say why, but I'll explain to you after this. We'll talk about why. Uh, <laughs> actually, this it's not an option. Okay. <laughs> My point to all that, now that we're only three weeks away from uh, episode eight, it's come out this week that uh, Ryan Johnson, who's the director of episode eight, yep. he was not directing episode nine, mm-hmm. um, will, he has in mind his own Star Wars trilogy. And Disney uh, certainly can, um, are considering this as a spin-off. But so it's a bit different than our, our usual spin-offs like uh, Rogue One and so, um, Han Solo film. Yeah. This is like its own trilogy in the universe of Star Wars, but nothing to do yeah. with one through nine. Mm. No, I, I heard that they were doing things like this. Um, I heard that, you know, Disney who bought the rights, obviously they're thinking, well, why would you buy it for $4 billion when, you know, you've only got maybe two or three films yeah. left in this or saga? do they? But of course, <laughs> of course right? Yeah. If you, and, and, it was pointed out at the time that when they bought it, they bought everything. So they could do whatever Ever they, they wanted. Complete I mean, license. Yeah, yeah, including recall every you know copy of everything that exists and burn it if they wanted to. Yeah. Really. So why not? It's a, it's a business. Um, no one's going to be complaining about more Star Wars films because if you're a purist and you hate the rest of it, you can just sit there and go, you know what? Fine. I'll just watch these nine Star Wars. <laughs> That's what I'll do. Yeah. For the rest of my life. Yeah, that's it. And you'd be happy doing that. But you're still going to pay your $25 to go see the new one at the cinema. Of course Because it's still got the same yeah. lore behind it. And yeah. that's what everyone loves, right? Anyway, I think it's good. Like, it was unexpected for me. But I think it's kind of um, interesting. I'd like to see a Star Wars trilogy, like a, you know, a, a kind of um, full movie or call it six hours of a uh, movie or entity that's, that doesn't have Luke in there and, and doesn't have the new, you know, something different. Uh, I mean, to be fair, I'm really looking forward to seeing Luke again. Oh, 100%. So. <laughs> 100%. I'm not taking away from that at all. I can't wait. I'm saying there is, that interests me as well. Yeah. You know. And uh, my little boy loves Kylo Ren, even though he hasn't really seen anything with Kylo Ren in it. Yeah. Uh, but every time he sees like a toy that I, 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 I'll pick up a, a little bit of a toy here and there sometimes. 
Um, so yeah, he loves. He's Cotton. looking pretty dark in this uh, next entry. Oh, just yeah. everything about it looks intriguing. Yeah, can't wait. Can't wait. What about? Um, did you have anything else that you uh, in in news or? No news this week. No, because I I did have something, but I'm gonna pu- uh, push it to another segment coming later on. So what about uh, trailers? And did you uh, watch any trailers? No. <laughs> right. Next. No. So um, I. <laughs> oh, honestly, I, I the only trailers I saw before Batman vs Superman, Batman vs Superman, uh, Justice, Justice League. League. Yeah. See, it's wiped from my memory already. <laughs> Ooh. Happy to watch it. Happy to forget it. Okay, Happy to watch so it if you haven't heard our uh, Justice League review, that gives you a bit of a tease on what Sean thought. <laughs> hey, uh, so two trailers came out that were noteworthy for me, yeah, good go or ahead. bad. One was the uh, Deadpool 2 teaser. The Where he's painting? Correct. And then they show you 20 seconds Did I say of I saw nothing this week? Correct. Right. You saw that. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I know the next one you're about to say as well. Yeah, then you're full of shit. <laughs> well, you've just completely forgotten everything of last week. My short-term memory at the moment <laughs> is yeah. gone. Yeah, no, for those, I saw that. It was on, funny. That's, that sounds bad, what Sean just said, but the, the truth is um, for the last you know, two months, six weeks on this project that you're working on, yeah. it's been around the clock, like insane you know, yeah. Um, so yeah, I completely understand why you goes yeah, in, in one ear and out the other kind of thing because your job at the moment is totally consuming. It is, yeah, it is all yeah. consuming. Yeah, yeah, so it is, and as you saw before, we just pressed record on this, yeah. uh, spending time on the phone, on the phone, yeah, talking so, story and stuff. Yeah, no, that's cool, man. Uh, you have a um, up till Christmas, and then yeah. I'm back. You have a uh, <laughs> get out of jail free card. Yeah, yeah. Until then, the other one was which I'm sure you saw, but I'm just going to remind you was that Rampage <laughs> with the Rock. Because yeah. <laughs> I think I even said to you at one point, <laughs> "Hey man, did you see Rampage?" <laughs> <laughs> That's all coming back. Isn't that based on a um, a game? Yeah. So it was the 1986 to... game. Yeah. Of the so, same name. So you're talking about Stranger Things, and I know, like, from watching that episode of Stranger Things, they they go to a little arcade. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So pic- just basically picture me there playing Rampage. Oh wow! I used to do that all the time with my friends, and I remember because you used to go pick the the big um, gorilla and wolf and whatever, yeah, and yeah. just go and Rampage. Yeah. Was there a dinosaur in there? Yeah, there was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So in the in the teaser trailer or the trailer one, uh, and now funnily, it's directed. It was basically by the- Godzilla. The, yeah, the right. The dinosaur was basically yeah, okay, Godzilla. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. Right. Okay, that makes sense then because um, there were talks about whether Rampage could join Godzilla and Kong and, you know. Oh. Yeah, well, I, I, so it, from memory as a kid, it was sort of Kong, Godzilla and other famous right. sort of larger monsters. Look, it's from the same team that bought you San Andreas. Uh, which was a pretty good disaster flick. It was fun for as far as disaster flicks go. Yeah. And same team is bringing Rampage. And guess what? The trailer feels very similar to San Andreas. Yeah. Got the rock in it. Um, and the only um, just insert some big oversized gorillas and, and uh, yeah, good, wolves. Good CGI gorillas. It <laughs> yeah, seems. it looks pretty good at the uh-huh. moment. So, um, but yeah, but we don't have a dinosaur or Godzilla yet. So it's just the wolf. And the, and the gorilla. Yeah, fine. 
Happy. I kind of don't mind how they've done it because it's, I mean, as much as there's a lot to swallow, yeah. it's not like silly as in, you know, why are they bashing, why are they climbing buildings and they're actually just having a fight in the middle of the yeah. the city. Okay. Are, are they, um, did The Rock finish, uh, what was, what's the movie he did? What was the last movie he just Jumanji? Finished? Jumanji. Did he just finish Jumanji in Hawaii? And then one film crew just sort of left and another film crew flew <laughs> is in. Is this in Hawaii, is it? Oh, I don't know. It, just, it feels like that. It feels like they just shot him there, CGI'd what they needed to do. Don't move, don't move the rock because it's too expensive. Bring in all <laughs> we'll the film crews. We'll come to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just change his outfit. There's your new <laughs> line. Don't even do that. Just yeah. keep the same outfit. <laughs> because, oh. Yeah. What a machine though, right? And I love him. Like, yeah, we same. do. We've spoken yeah. about this, yeah. So it's a machine and he's smart. He's working his guts out for, you know, what could be 10, 15 years and yep. happy days while he can, you know, because he may not always be the number one box office uh, draw card, you know. Yeah, and, and, and action is hard to do as you get older. Yes. Um, see, well, uh, I can really see Arnold. him working his way into comedy. I think he's got that range to be able to do that. Oh, for sure. And there's a, there's a good element of comedy in Jumanji. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe not. <laughs> um, Please do tell us more. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> I can talk to you about... Um, I can talk to you about Wonder. Now. Can you? Yeah. Well, shouldn't you do a review on that? I, I should. Look, I'm not going to... Look, we're not... Just give, know, us, give, us, give us the two-paragraph version. Yeah, yeah. We're not getting up for it today, but I'll give you a... Um, so it comes out in, I think, next Thursday... And this, I love this film. It's so good. It's very emotional, but in a happy way. Yeah. And it's if you I don't know if you remember a film called Pay It Forward with um Haley Joel. I talk about that film and Kevin Spacey. all the time. Yeah, and yeah. it's just such a wonderful film, right? And a good message. And and this is that movie. But you got Julia Roberts on top of her game. You got Owen Wilson on top of his game, uh, and you've got um, the name escapes me now. Um, the boy. Oh gosh. Oh, I don't know the boy's name. Yeah, I do. Anyway, sorry. Um, the, the boy's name, who is wonderful as well. So it just, it's crazy. Yeah. It's, do you remember where you saw Pat Ford first time? Yeah, I was in the Roadshow Theaterette. Oh, was I? No. <laughs> was I with you? Okay. Um, oh, okay, bye. I think, uh, no, didn't we see it at Planet Hollywood? Oh, yeah, in yeah. I knew it was a private screening. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was it put on for, I don't know why, but we had it on. Sorry, it was, it was uh, Jacob Tremblay was the name I was looking for, who oh, was in The Boy in the uh, Room. Yeah, I haven't seen that. With Alison Brie. Yeah. Great film. I, I really want to see this film, though. I know you mentioned you had a few tears uh, throughout it. so Yeah, it was pretty close to me. The subject matter is kind of quite close to me. So, you know, I went through a lot of bullying at school and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, but the way they do it is not what you kind of think going into the trailer, like seeing the trailer and going into the film, yeah. you, you kind of think we'll just follow the normal beats and it kind of does, but then it does these really cool things with um, like uh, each character and kind of flashbacks. I won't say any more, anything more yeah, than that, no, but it's yeah. unique enough to say, oh, that's different to what I thought. Yeah, cool. But I can tell you that I had a tear in my eye from the first, probably within the first five minutes, I had a tear in my eye. Yeah. And then, yeah, I was on and off, I was on and off for the next for the whole movie. No, brilliant. Yeah. That's what I want. I want yeah. emotion from films, yeah. and whether that's excitement, tears, laughter. Well, 
Yeah, and you and you get all of that, and that's the best part. You get all of that from this movie, and you yeah. walk out feeling really good, and you want someone else to see it, and you'll really love what you'll love about this film, other than you'll um, appreciate it, of course. But now that you have you have boys yourself, oh, yep, yep. and that that relationship between Owen Wilson and Jacob Tremblay, yeah, man, is it? Is yeah, like, right. oh, oh, the feels. <laughs> oh my gosh! And some of the and and even Julia Roberts, and some of the dialogue. Well, they how they try and make Jacob feel better about everything. You get it. You know, as a parent, you're like, oh yeah, it'll be so difficult, you know. Yeah. But what some of the words I say are really, really cool, really nice. Yeah. And yeah, you'll be, <laughs> you'll be a mess, I reckon. Oh man. I can't like, wait to watch it again, but it's. Yeah. I think I want to be at home Maybe in the I privacy do it, of like my a own reaction room. video or something like that of me yeah, watching it. Yeah, that's a great because, idea. Because I'm very easy to the tear. Um, if it hits the right spots, man, yeah. and I'll be in. I'm getting worse as I get older. Yeah, definitely. Well, you but I more you, sentimental, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. But yeah. I think you, I think you're probably a little bit worse than yeah. I am. Yeah, this or a baseball film. <laughs> we should sit there. <laughs> what we should do is sit there and watch it. I'll get like on preview or something yeah. very soon. We we'll sit there and watch it in the lounge and put a camera on us and we'll just sit there and watch it together with popcorn or something. Yeah. It could be quite hilarious. <laughs> we tried <it> out. <laughs> or it could be the most boring thing everyone has ever seen. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the worst episode of Gogglebox ever. Anyway, it'll be in my top ten come Good. the end of the year. So watch everyone Excellent. run out and watch it. It's great. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, if you were if you were not sure what happens at the box office, I happen to have someone sitting here in the studio who's a bit of an expert. So we're gonna head into our so he thinks box office predictions. We reviewed Justice League this week. If you haven't uh, heard, go back, listen to it, and come back to us right now in this moment. Good, you're back. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> we have uh, Jason McDonald here, of course, who um, his job revolves around having to predict what happens in the market for uh, theatrical films and also for home entertainment, okay? And understanding all of those things makes his job a lot easier um, and allows you good folks at home to be able to have the product that you have to watch uh, online uh, or sometimes dispensed <laughs> from automatic <laughs> telemachines. <laughs> um, so, uh, Jason, tell us about um, Justice League. Where do you think this is going? I think... Um I think Warner Brothers has an expectation of about a $120 million opening in the US. Uh, that would put it in the top 10 openings of this year. Uh, but I think Wonder Woman came in uh, over that. And Australia would be pretty much a 10%. So you'd be looking at um, $12 million. The What is interesting here is Wonder Woman had legs, like really, <laughs> literally had legs, and, and just kept giving and giving and giving week after week. Yeah. So we climbed well into the you know four hundred million domestic US domestic and the highest before Wonder Woman was three hundred and thirty I think it was three hundred thirty million, so Wonder Woman completely blitzed that. I think Justice League will land somewhere in between those. Uh, I don't think it will quite have the legs of uh, of Wonder Woman because Wonder Woman had a great word of mouth. I don't think this will have a great word of mouth. I'm not saying it will be bad. I just don't think it will be as positive as Wonder Woman. So I'm thinking it's going to be kind of that 370 million US. 370 million US. 370 mil US. Yeah. I'm putting that down. Uh, Oz, 
You said 12? Is that what you No, 12 got? opening weekend. 12, so oh, sorry, I'm going to say yeah. uh, 30... Let's let's go thirty seven million too. I know that's pretty straightforward, but I can't think of a reason why it would be over or under yeah. um, America per capita. So um, yeah, thirty seven million. Three seventy US. Oz thirty seven. Um, let's have a look at um, something we did in the past. Uh, now I happen to uh, have a little competition going, and and it's a very simple one uh, with these predictions. If Jason comes within a reasonable amount, and what is a reasonable amount? That's whatever I think it is. Right. All right. So therefore, yes, the competition is swayed towards me rather than Jason. But you know, I'm I'm a fair person. I'm a fair guy. <laughs> there was this one time. <laughs> um, so if uh, if Jason comes quite close, he gets a point. If I think that he's just completely far off in both markets, then I get a point. So currently, I'm winning two one. Took Jason a little bit of time to adjust. Didn't help for him that Stephen King's It uh, was the first film that he reviewed. Happened to be the biggest horror of all time. Um, and I've heard about it, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> uh, but um, so I'm, I'm up 2-1. Uh, you picked up a point last week. Yeah. So uh, what are we reviewing now? As far so as... the film we're talking about is Home Again. Yeah, Home Again. Right. Yes. So I can't remember. I can't recall. Renee Zellweger. What, uh, what did I have on that? Oh, you just let me go with that one. <laughs> so we go, yeah. <laughs> so you've said it so much now that <laughs> you've got it as well. That's right. That's actually who stars in the film. <laughs> Reese who? It's yeah, Reese who? What? Or was it Zawelga? Uh, it could be Zawelga, yep. Uh, but uh, this is a possibly a point for you. I'm inter- interested to see what we, how we go here. Is, uh, yeah, because um, this, this had the whole UK pounds thing and I, I struggled. Right. Yeah, because the reason we couldn't do a US one on this is because it had already already been released. So I had a week week's head head start, yeah. You know, That's right. A week's head heads up. And you basically gave me the exact uh, figure of what it was done in US. Yeah, um, I'm clever like that. So you had a chance to guess for Oz, and you had a chance to guess for the UK. Oz, UK. What did we get? I want to know what you got, and then I'll. What did it do? Do you know what it did? <laughs> Good. So it means I can make it up. <laughs> so uh, I've got it down for 4.235 repeater in Australia. That's what I had. Yes, what you had. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and so the result for Australia, oh, you yeah, want to look cool. at that? The result was 1.663 million. Ooh. So Ooh. if we remember, the, uh, the US ended up at 27 million. Yep. Uh, so we're under-indexed in this territory being Australia. Wow. That's, so a, my diff- that's shocking. Yeah, so the delta <laughs> there, the delta is about 3 million. Is that acceptable? Mm. Let, let's go to the UK and we'll, uh, I'll All add right. the two together and okay. we'll see how we go. So for the UK, uh, we, a territory where you don't generally have the biggest knowledge of box office. Uh, that would be zero, yeah. yeah. Well, a little bit, but not much. A little yeah. bit, yeah. Because the, the US is where what um, generally Australia follows. Like, that's the trends we, we follow, right? Mm. Yeah. So, UK, you had seven, 7.4 million pounds. Yeah, that's what I had. And what it, did did it, do? A, it did a massive 1.25 million <laughs> or 1.25 pound. How do you say that? 1.25 uh, million pound? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, so, I... Um, 
I'm not going to gloat on this one. I'm not going to gloat. Okay. But I, I have one. You're, I can't give it to you're you. You're notching this down as a one to Sean, yeah? That's right, yeah. So, right. which means right. that I now win three to one yeah. in a race to five. <laughs> okay, so if you're a first-time listener, basically what happens here is that Jason, his job revolves around um, predicting uh, generally what a title will do on home entertainment in Australia. Yeah, is that fair? Well, yeah, I mean, it's part of it, but, you know... <laughs> and uh, over the years, I've uh, tended to see that he's you know, correct for, for the most part. And I always enjoy testing him. Um, so I thought I'd put it on this podcast. So far, not working out in his favor. No. Um, although I haven't done anything to, to get the three, by the way. Uh, but I'll take that. I'll take it. I'm three. a captain, not a pool man. <laughs> I'm the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, three one to me. Sure, that's the way it works. Okay, good, great. Yay! Yay We're going to move on to the top five. Thank God. Why? Because it's my top five. This week in our top five, my top five is all about. Picking some subgenres that we have in film. You know, we're not just going to go through the top five comedies or top five thrillers, top five best looking actors. What we're going to go through is um, we want to drill down into some weird shit. Yeah, so if you're going to look at the best looking actors, and that's male and female, we could do something like what's the top best. Uh, looking actor who evaded tax mm. in the year 2001 while driving a Lamborghini. Wesley Snipes. Boom. I don't know about the year. <laughs> I don't know about the year. I just made it up on the yes, spot. But so that's the closest I've got to <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> he, he probably was evading tax in 2001 <laughs> and no doubt drove a Lamborghini. And he's a good looking boy. And he's a good looking guy, yeah, right? Yeah. So uh, that's the sort of stuff that we'd like to do our top fives on. Uh, this week... We're going to uh, look at the top five, top or bottom animated characters. So what do we mean by that? Yeah, well, I mean, obviously uh, CGI was introduced in the mid to late or mid 90s, I guess. And um, yeah. and yeah, we just thought with the uh, Justice League coming out, which is full of CGI and, you know, head over to uh, Justice League review and you can hear all about what we think of the... Uh, the film and the CGI. Yeah. So we thought we'd just do a, uh, have a look at the top five or worst or best CGI characters in film history. That would be brilliant. So um, the way we're going to work this is uh, we'll both go through our top fives, then our top fours and so forth, all the way down. And if you tend to uh, agree or disagree, I'm happy for you to uh, uh, find us on social media at Off Topic. Let us know what you think. Do you agree with us? No? Do you think that there's uh, something we missed? And uh, that's probably the more likely answer because this is such a wide-ranging topic. Do you know why? I'll tell you my top... I'll tell you to my, my fifth film. <laughs> <laughs> Where do we start? Oh, you you want to start, do you? Okay, no, you, you start. Go. Okay. No, no, you, you do it. You, you Can start I? First. Can I start? Yeah, sure, man. I'm going to start. You're yeah. on a roll. Okay, I've got um, Star Wars. Okay. Right, I'm going with one of the latest Star Wars. Oh, with Princess Leia. Okay. Now, do I do I mean this is a good or a bad so CGI for, for character? For everyone out there at home, we're talking Force Awakens, 
the very final scene in Star Wars The For- Force Awakens, which for the most Spoilers. part was very, very good. Uh, and the, um, the code gets hand o- handed off to Princess Leia. Uh, yes. Who, yeah, who, that rolls and into episode I four. heard some bad things about that, you know, because uh, obviously she at the time was not in the film, so they had to superimpose her face. Oh, sorry, sorry. I've just done a big faux pas there. Yeah. I've said The Force Awakens. Sorry, it's Rogue One. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even pick that up. I was so focused on the, the face. Oh, I could uh, hear all her. the Star Wars fans out there screaming. <laughs> yeah, on their headphones or on the train at the moment listening going, no, 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 that's not right. And also for the fact that you're a Star Trek fan as well. I mean, you just you did it on purpose, right? <laughs> I am, hey, I'm not a Star Trek fan. I like Star Trek. You can find Jason McDonald on Facebook and Instagram. and <laughs> <laughs> Tell him what you think. So uh, anyway, yeah, they do. They, they hand her the, um, the, the codes and all that sort of stuff. And I heard a lot of bad things about it. But you know what? I'm going to put this in, in my really happy category because I just enjoyed seeing her again. Oh, look. It wasn't Can I great. tell you, I, had, I literally had a tear in my eye when that yeah. camera pans around, knowing that the CGI was not perfect. But you know, I mean. You... Yeah. Was it the best CGI that we've ever seen? No. 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 Was but it good? Yes. Was, yeah. Was it acceptable? Yes. Yeah. Was well, it was it emotional? Damn right. That's right. So one of the best moments in C- in CGI character history yeah, because yes. uh, and that, that I think that's to give you an idea of where our heads are at. That's where I'm at anyway. What would you got for five? What would you would you got for five? I've had too many beers. What you got for five? <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't count at the moment, so oh my god, I'm gonna start at number eleven. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So uh, if if, no, if, it, no. if this is your first time ever listening to this podcast, just know that you, you, you can't give Jason a number because he's always gonna go over the top with it. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. you know I, I told you. you get so what three I'll do is my lead, the five. Okay, my lead into um just to talk about the segment is uh. Uh, the first full, did you know the first full mo- motion capture CGI character was, just to remind you, Sean, was uh, Tom Hanks in Polar Express, directed by Robert Zemeckis, yeah? yeah? I'm just giving you the history. Yeah, no, I, I know, I'm just saying I didn't Did you know it. that um, Starship Troopers was the first full battle scene in CGI? I, uh, I didn't know that, but yeah, I, it, that was brilliant when it first came out, right? Right. Yeah. A lot of fun. I'd love to watch it again now to see what that CGI is like. Did you know that um, Toy Story was the first um, full-length uh, CGI fi- uh, feature film? Um, I mean, I, I, no, I guess. Okay. The thing is, I didn't realise this was a did you know segment. Well, no, I'm just I'm giving you a bit of history about why, you know, the CGI characters themselves. <laughs> so then we can lean out into our top five because I know no, people are going to be like, but hang on, what about Polar Express? Which I was get the it, first but I just feel that you're trying to sneak these extra uh, answers under my nose. That's exactly, exactly what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, <laughs> these are your shout outs actually, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my number five is the... Uh, Brachiosaurus, Brachiosaurus scene, Brachiosaurus scene. I can't even speak. Oh. In Jurassic Park, yes, the opening scene when they they land on the island, the Brachiosaurus are just wandering through the park, yeah, and they the they music look up hits. and the music hits, and um, ILM Industrial Light and Magic did the uh, CGI on that, yeah, and I just remember going, wow, we have never ever seen dinosaurs come alive like this. You know, it was yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a brilliant scene, and obviously there's plenty of uh, 
CGI throughout the Jurassic Park series, but this particular shot was CGI, whereas a lot of it was still puppeteering. Even you know the T Rex was for the most part um, models and 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 puppets and stuff like that. Yeah, that's my number Interesting. five. Interesting. What'd you get for number four? My precious. Ooh, Gollum. Um, you know what? I'm going to go with uh, yeah, Gollum. But I want to have a shout out to Andy Circus. Oh, you know, as as a as a guy who has really um, you know uh, taken on yeah. and pioneered this type of technology for um, this image capturing now, um, it, it is brilliant. So you could do that. You could do War of the Planet of the Apes is probably one of my other favorite um, characters with Caesar. Well, hang on, hang on. You've just thrown two in there. Well, what's what kind of bloody <laughs> ship are you running here? We all have our angles. Right? <laughs> oh. Uh, this is like this is like how you do uh, you know um, sequels and trilogies and stuff. <laughs> I'm throwing in an actor who has multiple characters. Yeah, I see what you did there. <laughs> All right, keep going. Uh, well, that's number uh, four. No, no, right? but Gollum. Uh, let's stick with that. Gollum is is the man. Like you know, when we first saw him uh, in Lord of the Rings, he was just scary. He was like someone I just didn't expect to to see. I, I didn't know much about Lord of the Rings when I saw it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah. so I think he was in it for a tiny bit in um, Fellowship, but then he, he owned Two Towers. Yeah. Uh, and he was in Fel- um, Return of the King as well. But yeah, th- that mocap, that motion capture was just um, amazing at the time. And and he showed light and dark and he was he was, um, he was uh, funny. And yeah, he was, yeah. You know. Who didn't walk around after seeing those films? Staying in my precious. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> did. You know, everyone I knew anyway. All the film geeks in the world. <laughs> Uh, much like when Borat was on, everyone was walking around with those uh, green uh, ones. Oh, I'm wearing one right now. I mean, of course we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what did you get for four? Number four, I had, uh, I think you'll like this one, Sean. It could even be in your top three, maybe. I don't Ooh. know. But I had uh, Terminator 2 Judgment Day T-1000. Now, I watched this film, no word of a lie, eight to ten times at the drive-in and the movies, right? Yeah. Uh, well, I probably watched it four times, and the other four times I was uh, necking my my girlfriend or whatever. But anyway, but it was, uh, <laughs> well, you had a moment of reflection there, and I felt dirty. No, I'm sitting in the same room as you. I don't like that. Yeah, it was, uh, the car was fogged up. But anyway, oh my gosh! Um, but Terminator Two, uh, how much impact that had on me when that. Liquid metal T-1000 first walks out oh, of the fire. Robert Patrick, right? Plays yeah, Robert that, Patrick, yeah. yeah. And, and then that goes on and on and all the uh, CGI that they, Cameron did throughout, throughout that film. It was amazing. And, uh, you know, you look back at it today and it actually still holds up. But, I mean, you can tell that it's obviously CGI. Yeah. But still okay to watch, you know. But back then, that was a revolutionary I'd never ever seen anything like that in my life. No, like and, the liquid and, and metal. And that was, uh, I mean, we were going to see that film anyway, but it, it drew in a whole new audience. Yeah. Uh, because of those um, graphics. Well, not only is it <clears throat> down for one of the best sequels of all time, it's possibly or arguably one of the best action films of all time as well. When he's riding that motorcycle and he has a shotgun in one arm. Shoots it, reloads it by just rotating it, spinning it. To, oh. to Guns and Roses, you could be mine. You could <laughs> be What did you have for number three? Uh, so number three, uh, you, you'll definitely remember this. Um, and I'm putting this in here again because it's a. It's funny we haven't got any bad ones so far, which is good. Uh, the, Hollow Man, Kevin Bacon. Oh yeah, okay. It's one of the first times they uh, switched to um, green. 
CGI, if I remember correctly. I remember watching the... Um, oh, green screen. Green oh, yeah, screen. right. Rather than blue. Rather than That's blue. That's a good point. They used to use blue screens all the time. Yeah. And then um, they found that an, a fluorescent green was easier to key out, which yeah. makes sense, right? Because yep. <laughs> blue is something that you could be naturally wearing or it could be in the background or foreground. Definitely, or, yeah. And green is something that doesn't generally... Like that fluorescent green yeah. doesn't turn up with... Um, it's chroma key, isn't it? It's called chroma yeah, key yeah, green. Yeah, out, yeah, yeah. Chroma key. So that, that, that film was great anyway. But uh, being the fact that he could become invisible and you just didn't notice it because the green was fantastic. Yeah, and that was uh, that was uh, Paul Verhoeven as well, who uh, the oh, director yeah. who did um, Starship Troopers. There you go. Yeah, yeah. so I really enjoyed that, um, and it also ties in with uh, I guess the the real birth of <coughs> DVD and special features. Yes, it was an early one of that, wasn't yeah. it? Because that was one of the reasons I, I watched it because we didn't have as many special features back then. And that was uh, one where everybody said, you know, watch the film, it's great, but watch the special features on how they made it. Yeah. So nice. um, as somebody well, who wanted to be in film back then, you, you always wanted to watch those special features. Yeah, I like yeah. that. My number three was, uh, you've already mentioned, uh, you've taken that away from me, that moment in time, you've, you've stolen that from me. But <laughs> my one is... Um, Caesar from Planet of the Apes, uh, Andy Serkis, which you mentioned. No, but I mean, great. Yeah. Now, Weta did the effects for this, and the rendering on that, the fur of Caesar and, and the facial expressions with the mocap is, is unbelievable. Now, and this will sound funny when I say this, mm-hmm. but to me, that's the best CGI or mocap rendering ever on film. Now, I know it's my number three, but to me, um, especially War for the Planet of the Apes, yep. that particular one, I've never seen better CGI rendering in any film. Yeah, it's funny. I, I don't even question that I'm watching CGI. I know, right? It's amazing. Yeah. Now, now, obviously, I've got number one and two, even though I've, after I've just said that. But number one and two were more for what they stood for, um, which we'll find out. Mm. What about you, number I'm really two? Interested. I think we, we might have the same number one. Uh, no, we, we won't. I know that. But okay. we might have... You, know, you checked my notes, did you? Were you looking at them before? No, no, because you've already mentioned my number one. Again, you've stolen that from me. Stolen generation. So my number two was the original 80s Tron. Okay. Um, because it sort of set the, I guess, the scene for like, the whole film. I guess, it, it, can I say, that's not really an animated character, is it? Am I cheating here? Well, it's I'm, actually, it's, it's an interesting one. It is kind of CGI, yeah, because it is computer generated. Because even though the, it, it's, yeah. you know, their face and everything, they wore the suits and, and that sort of stuff, it's kind of... Oh, yeah, know. but there, no, oh. I think you're right. There was actually computer generated, um, even if it was color coding or something on, on top of yeah. their costumes. Yeah, and when they were right, yeah. So and, the, and the bikes, yeah, yeah. I just felt, okay. to me, that was like a CGI <laughs> nice. film growing up and it, yeah. it meant a lot. Um, it sort of pushed me into the arena of liking sci-fi. Even, you know, it was not a completely sci-fi film. I, I felt that it was in the arena of being sci-fi. Okay. Otherwise, before that, I was watching things like Starman. Which is a great film. Je- Jeff Bridges again. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like it. Oh, really? I was too young. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Bridges in that film was uh, sensational. Oh, was he? Mm. I have yeah. to go back and watch yeah, it then. Yeah, too young, yeah. But he's home. I, I was about to try and pull off a Jeff Bridges impression, but I, I definitely wasn't going to get there. Mm, yeah, right, okay. That would be, um, y- you know, uh, that, would, that, would, that, that would be... Odd. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> Is that yours? <laughs> that's a, I thought you were having a stroke. Hey, there's a segment for you right there. Jason and Sean's fucking pathetic impressions. Yeah. <laughs> 101. We'll do that next week. All right, cool. Done. 
Um, my number two is is Avatar, right? Now, it's all things Pandora and Na'vi, right? Sure. So, again, this was motion capture. Now, James Cameron didn't feel he could pull this film off until he saw Lord of the Rings. And when he saw Lord of the Rings and, and Gollum, to your point earlier on, yeah. he when he saw that and he saw the uh, rendering on Gollum, he thought, yes, we can actually, we now have the technology to do Na'vi. And I can make Pandora. Uh, sorry, I can make Avatar. Make it, Pandora, yeah. yeah. Make it happen. Yeah. It was. Uh, I remember, I've heard people lately that have seen it saying, oh, I don't really like it. And that's cool. That goes in the sort of same bag for me as um, Blair Witch Project. If you didn't see that the, when, you first, when it first came out, then sure, things move on since. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And look, yeah, at the end of the day, the story is fluff, right? Uh, you know, yeah. it's, it's fine. Rewatchability is a bit low on my radar as well. But I'm talking about pure impact. The first time I saw it with the with the real 3D, which was with the first the real, real 3D, 3D oh, man, man, it blew me away. And unfortunately, the um, the cinemas and exhibitors and you know studios have fucked up 3 3D a little bit, and now it's on the nose for consumers. Yeah. Um, but uh, but you can't take away from Avatar being a mind blowing experience. Yeah, I'm actually glad that 3D is not as big as everyone was sort of trying to push it. I I, I just like 2D films. Sure. Look, I, yeah, I mean, it has a place. Don't get yeah, me wrong. Yeah, it has. If a place they do in, it correctly, yeah, and they film it in native three D, it does have a bit bit of a difference. Well, yeah, Avatar, I could only watch in three D. Two D, I think it'd be fairly boring. Correct. Yeah. So I understand how that works. That's fine. Yep. Number one, number one. What you got? I've gone for possibly the biggest disappointment. In a in the history of movies. Oh, hang on. So your number one is a uh, is a fail. Is that shocking to you? No, I mean, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Misa <laughs> <laughs> um, says I'm shit. <laughs> uh, uh, let me guess. This is uh, going to be um, Jar Jar Binks. Thank you. Yeah, Star Wars episode Misa, one. Misa, correct. Star Wars episode two. And fortunately, not in Star Wars episodes. Yeah, they realised that error. Maybe there's a little scene in 3, I can't quite remember, but... Oh, yeah, yeah that was horrible. Well, Play, yeah. Playing to the kids. Well, yeah, well, that's the thing. They, they thought that they were playing to the kids, but yeah. these, this, this guy wasn't an Ewok. You know, the Ewoks were... Um, cute. Cute, And yeah, fun sure. and cuddly and... Yeah, but they also kicked ass. Yeah. Right? This, this, this guy thing. you wanted to slap, smack yeah. and hurt. Yep. It, it was basically Chris Tucker. Yeah. For a lot of <laughs> From Fifth Although, Element. And now, just in case, in case Chris Tucker's listening, I actually really like him, man. I do. Oh, but, and, and, and in Fifth Element, he was brilliant. Oh, completely. Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, but uh, I would say that you're listed as one of the more um, annoying characters uh, for people who don't like you. Right. It's just the way it happens. So, <laughs> came to mind. There is that, a, is that a, uh, my top five? or? <laughs> <laughs> What do you got for your top one? Well, look, I've already mentioned it. You've already mentioned it. Everyone's already mentioned it, which clearly, for me, which is why it's the number one yeah. most influenced CGI character of all time, and that is Gollum from Lord of the okay. Rings. Yeah. Um, not only was it very important to me, but even James Cameron said that, you know, he wouldn't have done Pandora without knowing. What do I keep calling Pandora? Avatar. Get out of <laughs> without, <laughs> without seeing that uh, mocap footage of uh, Gollum. Uh, and yeah, just, and, and then you've got the, um, Andy Serkis 
acting as well and you know it was just brilliant all round brilliant now i've seen lord of the rings recently yeah. and you know um at the start sorry at the end of lord of the rings fellowship the, you know the the mocap cgi renderings a little six bit 6 hours was it <laughs> it's a little bit how you it's a little bit it's showing its age a little bit in the first one but i think the second one they started to get that right and yeah. it's still fine it's still like no problems today which Isn't is a good sign is it funny how things move on like that yeah like they're fine one second and then your eyes get trained i guess to something yeah. a bit more fluid yep you come back and it's jaggedy and whatnot but whatever it might be yeah yeah i just i know that's the way the world works but i can't help but just be amazed by how things that i used to think were amazing you go back and watch and what no. was i thinking yeah yeah well you don't know what you don't know that's what that is really yeah. And at the time, you only know what is in but front of you. But you know that something happens in front of you and you think, oh, that's pretty crap. Just crap in general. Like, Yeah, but if you don't know any better, that, that's the best thing you've seen. Until you've seen something better. But okay, I'm going to try and explain myself I know what here. you're saying though. Right? If, if, if I think you're a, better all the time. If there's a bad smell, yeah. you, you know about it. You don't, think, you don't sort of smell something and go, I'm not sure. And then go 10 years ahead. Smell that same smell again and go, oh man, that's terrible. You yeah, know but it's a bad but the, smell from the but beginning. But the worst smell Does or that a make smell sense? that yeah, yeah, completely. <laughs> but the <laughs> the the, the wor- a worse smell than that hasn't been invented yet, so you don't know it. Yeah, yeah. So when that comes across, you're like, oh my god, that or a last smell, smell I had was was sweet, and now it smells like roses compared to this shit. Sure. What are we talking about? Yeah, let's let's get <laughs> off that. All right. Uh, what about some honourable mentions? Oh yeah, oh, my God. I thought you already did those at the beginning. <laughs> no. Oh God. Remember, I had eleven. All right, go ahead. Give well, it. I had a couple. Um, I've got one. Mine's very influenced by um, by James Cameron. Clearly, so I already had uh, Terminator Two, uh, Avatar, which is now called Pandora. Uh, the other two for me was the first one was the the Abyss. I love The Abyss. It's a really um, bit of a sleeper film. and well, sorry, well, it was pretty big when it came out. But uh, it was just one of my favourites. And there was a CGI alien character in that. Uh, it was like uh, water, like liquid water. Uh, in And it was representing a, an alien. And that was really early CGI. And that blew me away. I, I don't remember the film that well. Yeah. So I'm just going to agree you, with you. You should go back. It's a long movie, but you should go back and watch it sometime. It is a really brilliant film. Yeah. Jimmy Cameron, good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other one was Titanic, you know. Uh, again, Jimmy Cameron. Right. Just, yeah, I mean, that, everything about that movie blew me away back then and still does today. But, I mean, the, yeah. the FX, and there was a lot of practical well, effects Well, if we're going to film, films but... with FX, then I can add one more to mine as well. <laughs> well, no, there was just the FX, but there was certainly CGI as well, right? Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, and it was just very impressive seeing that on the big screen. My last um, honourable mention is a fail. And I have to mention this because yeah. it is... Not only my worst CGI faux pas of all time, but it's obviously uh, always gets in the top uh, blogs when you're talking about yeah, this yeah. Uh, this uh, topic. What, what is it? I don't know if you recall, but um, do you remember a movie called The uh, Scorpion King? Yeah, The yeah. Rock. Yeah, which Dwayne was a spin-off Johnson. of a character spin-off of The Mummy, yeah? Yeah. So, yeah, The Rock. The Rock was mm. The Scorpion King. The. I don't know if you recall the last act of that film when he turns into the... Scorpion oh, King. Yes. It was like a big um, yep. kind of spider with them, scorpion legs and so forth. Now, that's a film that you could say at the time you watched it and went, eh. Yeah. So <laughs> if you watch that today, yeah. it's like the worst 
it's like we're looking at the worst. You know how they do video game footage at the start of a, a game? It's like the worst game footage you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, right. But it's in film. Oh, God. It's really weird. For anyone at home, if you don't know what we're talking about, just YouTube. Oh, YouTube it, yeah. Yeah, just YouTube Keep the rock. That YouTube exists. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, do I have to get that? Just YouTube now? the rock as a scorpion <laughs> king and bad CGI or something in the title, and it'll come up. Yeah. And you won't believe your eyes that this was actually in a film. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, Honorables for you. Yeah. Uh, I'll be quick. Uh, I've got Inception with the bending of the worlds. Oh, yeah, That's yeah, a bit yeah. Of CGI. Yeah, like that the way was they really warp cool. the worlds back onto you and, and that. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it was. Um, I've got uh, The Matrix. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, that that was floating around for Agent me too. Smith. Yeah. And the scene where they you know throw in tons of them and they have to fight, even though that was other actors dressed up as him. Yeah. Um, you know, there was CGI stuff going on in there. Maybe so not, it's, it's funny because um, at the time it was brilliant. You look at that scene today with the uh, multiple Agent um, Smiths and, and it's actually not the best. It hasn't aged the best, but there's still plenty of... Heresy. Plenty of uh, Matrix stuff is, is very cool. Yeah. Um, the bullet effects in that were pretty cool. Yeah, as still well, right? great, yeah. Um, I did have another one. You were talking about it a second ago, and I just, it's, it's gone. So I'm going to let it go. Titanic? No. Titanic? No. Okay. We're out. No. Well, that's it, I think, for yeah. my top five. Or is <laughs> it yours? my top five. It's my top five. It's my top five. Thanks. My well, top it's five. We're going to move on. <laughs> Worth versus Franco's. This is the segment. <laughs> You're gonna say something and then like you hedge about yourself or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, this is uh, the segment where um, everybody knows that I have a little um, attachment to James Franco. I think he's really cool. And there was a time in my you life. You call it an attachment. I call it a problem. But yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you can call it what you want. That's fine. Um, the doctors have cleared me. <laughs> um, Chris Hemsworth used to be someone who uh, I would see on Home and Away, which is a soap that he used to be on, you know. And I was always, I think I was probably jealous to start, but I thought he was just an Aussie drongo. It's probably the only way I could put it, as Alf would say. I kind of love him now. He's very good. Yeah. Yeah, love his choices, uh, love his comedy. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think he's going really well. So what I try and do with this segment is uh, it's, it's really up to, it's a competition for these families. Hemsworth and Franco's. Who can contact me first? Right? It's pretty simple. They all have to do is contact me and I'll give them a prize. <laughs> right? That's it. It's fair, isn't it? Sure. Yeah, yeah. sure, sure, sure. Um, We've got plenty of uh, fidget spinners left over if you want to give them one of them. <laughs> so last week, uh, yeah, I could give it, I'll, I'll put a little hamper together. Fidget spinner can go in there. It's cool. Yeah. yeah cool. Um, last, last week I discussed the fact that uh, I've got a guy. A guy that worked on a little bit of um, Thor. You know a guy. Yeah. And uh, he might be able to get me some information that would lead me to a PA for Chris Smith. Yes. I remember. I said Chris Smith and you didn't catch it. I was just yeah, no, I was about it. to correct you. I was testing, are we? Yeah. Because I was testing you to see if you were actually listening, paying attention. Yeah, was, or whether, yeah. you know, you're like, oh my God. <laughs> You're shining a lot light, <laughs> light in my eyes. That's, that's what you get for being cruel. No, I was about to say, Chris Smith, what? And then you went, oh, d-. you can't test me and then correct me immediately. You literally have 0.35 seconds to correct me. Otherwise, you're done. You're right. Gone. Anyway, so uh, Hemsworth, couldn't get to him. Couldn't get to him. Couldn't get the PA. I think my guy was full of shit. 
Right, so a false lead. He heard, you a know, dead oh, end. Sean's on a podcast looking for this. Oh. I'll, I'll talk to him about it. See, we might get that a bit, hey? Oh, oh yeah, I, I know a guy, but I don't really. Yeah, and, and you know, I know that you've said you you know a guy, and you yeah. do know a guy. Yeah. I know that you have a link. Yeah. Um, but again, you start chasing that link, and people sort of get excited for a moment. So we'll, we'll find out about that. At the moment, my next step is I'm going to, um, before next week, I'm going to tweet one of the family. I won't tell you who. Look out for it. Okay. Yeah. And uh, next week I'll come in and show you and put it on um, social media. Cool. All right. Well, I mean, I think my my contacts will be a, uh, you know, a bit of a, a fail safe, right? If we're, if we're really struggling, I'll, we'll reach out. Yeah. I'd like to go organically. Yeah. I think uh, so. If I can. Um, you know, I don't want your help. <laughs> yeah, but I may have to call yeah. on you for help. <laughs> okay. That help might come in many forms. This is a very private segment, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't know if you saw during the week, did you see Hemsworth versus Black? Yes, uh, you showed me that and it was the second best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> can we can we repost that or something? Yeah, uh, definitely I'll find so it explain again. Explain for and the viewers, uh, the listeners. So so basically Jack Black, uh, he contacted um, Tiger Waititi and said that um, uh, he, he put a video Ta- together. Tiger, not Tiger. You tiger. said Tiger? Tiger. It's my tiger. teeth, man. Stop uh, making fun <laughs> of the way I have to pronounce it. I think he said Tiger. Oh. So, and then, so what I did then is I corrected you within 1.376 you did. seconds. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You yeah. did. But I didn't – it wasn't wrong. I just – Okay. It, yeah. Well, what it's do you like, want me to do, mate? Do you want me to say something or not say something? Just <laughs> tell me what you want. You're making fun of my small disability and, you know, <laughs> well, I don't think that's I wouldn't fair. call it a disability, man. You're being very hard on yourself. <laughs> and um, anyway, so Jack Black contacts Taker – Wait, TT, yeah. you happy with that? Very happy with on, that. On Twitter with a video. And the video basically states that um, in Jack Black's uh, film School of Rock, he uses uh, the song from... Um, Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok, thank you. Uh, from... <laughs> from Led Zeppelin. <laughs> from Led Zeppelin. Called, Is it your story or mine? <laughs> called... Uncharted or no, uh, Unconditioned. <laughs> you got me there What are you doing? You got one job No, I'm kidding mm. I've got one job I saved you three times <laughs> Three man. times, yeah, yeah. Uh, Anyway um, The point is Is that Yeah uh, Jack Black also has a scene In his uh, in his movie Where he sings this song So It's hilarious Because he, he basically Challenges uh, These guys To a bit of a, a Musical duel If you will Yeah And uh, It's kind of it Reminds me a little bit Of the Ben Affleck Matt Damon Jimmy Kimmel Completely right. Thing, you know. Yeah, so it could so, become something very big like that. So it's um, Tiger Taker Taker yeah, forwards this corrected. on to Chris Hemsworth, saying, uh, "You know, this one's basically this one's on you, bro." He's mentioned Thor. Yeah. Uh, so then Chris Hemsworth comes back comes back with a video, which is just hilarious, man. It really shows his comic timing, um, and uh, I'll employ, I will put it up on social media so you can have a look. Uh, in fact, you know what? Are you ready? Yeah. You ready? I'm going to play it right now. That's what I decided. I'm going to play it right now. Mm. You ready? The song or the uh, clip? No, no. The the um, the Jack Black and Chris Hemsworth. Back cool. Let's have a listen. It's our immigrant yeah. I think song. it's the best way I can explain Immigrant it. song is what we're talking about here, not <laughs> Uncharted or whatever the fuck I said. And yeah, have a, take a listen to this. We'll come back. Hey, what's up? It's me, Jack Black. You know in School of Rock, 
when I sing a part of that monstrous Led Zeppelin jam immigrant song and it's super bitchin' and like the raddest part of the movie. Well, it's come to my attention that someone kind of stole that chunk of our movie and put it in their movie. That's right, I'm talking about Thor Ragnarok. Totally bit our style, totally poached our jam, and now they're parading around town like they thought of it. Well, you don't get to do that and get away with it, bro. I'm calling you out, Thor. This is a challenge. I challenge you to a battle. A battle of the jams. Jack! Jack Black. Hey, Chris Hemsworth here. Um, you're right. You got me. Ah, guilty as charged. We stole Immigrant Song from you. But guess what? You stole it too. And as Oscar Wilde once said, talent borrows and genius steals. So we're both guilty of the same crime. We would have used your song, but as you said in your song, this is not the greatest song in the world, so we moved on. Um, you challenged me to a battle of the jams. I don't know what that means. I don't know what a battle of the jams is. I know what jam is, jam on toast. I love a bit of that little pearl jam. Awesome. And just general, just general jamming. So yeah, let's do it, whatever. Um, my place are yours, baby. I'm in. Oh my god, it's so funny. Honestly, hilarious. I love Chris, Chris Hemsworth. I know, I know. <laughs> he, he's so good. I, I, um, Jack Black has come back with a little music video with the immigrant song. Oh, no way. Yeah, featuring, um, ooh, uh, featuring Kate Blanchett on the film set of what, you know, some. I, I looked at it. I thought, yeah, are what they doing a film a, that is? I'm yeah. going to look that up while we play this audio grab. Sure. Are we um, playing this one or not? No, I'm not going to play this one because basically, as forever. an audio grab, it's just the song. So you wouldn't know anything else. Oh, you're playing that. Um, so yeah, basically he comes back and he, he, he just makes more fun. And I'm waiting for Chris Hemsworth to, to, to come back with something. I've tried to pour my beer in close to the mic to get a nice sound. And I've, as a result, I have got the biggest head on my beer. Yeah, you've got to tip It's those, a complete fail. Those glasses have to be go to the side. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Pathetic. Uh, what you do for the show, right? Yeah, yeah, what I do for the show, yeah. So let's <laughs> Is that what you call it? <laughs> <laughs> so let's see what I can do with uh, the Francos or the Hemsworth when I tweet one of them during the week. Um, what do you think I should say? Why don't you write to me? I'm, I'm happy for you to suggest how you think I should contact them. Um, Are you asking me or our listeners? Uh, well, I don't want your help yet, so <laughs> our listeners, uh, let's go with that. So you can uh, contact us on twodrunkguysofftopic at gmail.com. Or you can find us uh, at Off Topic with Two Drunk Guys on Instagram or Facebook. Yeah, write to, write to me. Like, let me know. I want to know how I'm going to contact these guys. Well, if you want my opinion, I'd start it with uh, hashtag Hi, I'm Sean. I need help. Okay, uh, I won't do that because now you've said it. Although it sounds great, and you just ruined it because you've said it. And I don't want your help yet. Does that make sense? No. Okay. Drunk guys and a bucket. Yeah. So this is the the, the segment where generally we've had a lot of beers. Um, we try and keep our um, language. Is my house English? As it's much my as house. You don't like it? <laughs> you get the fuck out. Um, 
We have a word. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. What's our word? The what? word. The word. Well, word what, of the day. What we do with the word is we take the word, we try and um, associate we times it. times it by 12 and then we divide it by 12. Yeah. And then come up with zero. <laughs> yeah. Is that right? That's probably right. That's exactly right. Oh, I'm so good. <laughs> I'm brilliant. actually better when yeah. I'm drunk. <laughs> um, although I thought I was giving you the wrong answer, so I'm not that great. Um <laughs> Anyway, we take the word, we associate it with, uh, you know, films from our past. Yeah, a bit of nostalgia, walk down nostalgic lane. Yeah, because this is something you and I have done for years. Yeah. And I'm not saying we put a word in front of ourselves and try and come up with something, but we generally will just see something that happens in life and go, hey, man, remember that film? Yeah. Off we go. (laughs) Yeah. And three hours later. um, (laughs) So we've got a word. And the word today, do you know what it is? Do you want me to tell you? Sure. You ready? I'm excited. Cool. The last last week was uh, was a ballpoint pen or something. Was that last week? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah, mate, I'm usually out by this stage. Like, as in, I can talk about it and then yeah. I pass out. So, foot long. Who's got the foot long? Oh, do you want me to pick the word now? Hot dog. Hot dog. <laughs> Hot I just doggy. wanted to say because a dumb and dumber reference whenever Hot I can throw doggy. one in. Hot dogs. Hot, Hot dogs. Dogs? Hot, well, you can go hot dog, hot dogs. Okay, I cool. think it's fair to go plural. If you oh, need to. look, honestly, um, yeah, Dumb and Dumb and definitely comes to mind when I think of that. Does the it? Fo- oh, the foot long, yeah, Bashnees. Bashnees. I love that movie. <laughs> I'm going to try and think of something here. Um, who doesn't love Dumb and Dumber? Lots of people. Lots of people. In fact, I find more people that don't like Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, same. Than I do that do. Well, it is that kind of silly humour. I guess you had to be around at the time and. Um, I mean, my girls don't mind it, but if you were to watch it straight up today, I think you'd be like, it'd be a bit weird, but yeah. Okay. Well, back then that was the, the humor was hot back then when Dumb and Dumber came out, that silly humor, the Farrelly brothers was very hot. Yeah. Right. I'm just trying to write down here, like little ideas that I've got. What about, um, I'm a bit off here, but I got to mention it because why not? What about hot? Rod, the oh, film. Oh, um, Adam Sandberg. Andy Sandberg, yeah. 1.37 seconds. <laughs> yeah, Andy Sandberg, Lonely Island Crew. I, I actually really like that film. Like, it is silly as well, but it's just funny. It gets me. It's got like a, a tribute to a montage scene. Have you ever seen it? Yeah, I don't, I don't, you don't like, like it. You don't like it? No. Yeah. And, and you know what? If I someone like turned around to me and said, that's a st- the most stupid film I've ever seen, I would have no problem. Yeah. But it, I just, like it. Yeah, it just gets me. Yeah. yeah. And I like I like Andy Sandberg, by the way. Okay. I think he's great. But just didn't. Although I don't really like his film. So I'm okay. thinking. Because it was, it was the last Never Stop, Never Stopping. Popstar. You didn't like that? No. Oh, wow. Okay. No. Really didn't like it. Wow. Yeah. But I, but Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Love. Oh, yeah. It's, it's one of those ones I could just watch over and over again. Okay. I think when, when he's left you... to his own devices, I feel that his films become a bit too silly. Okay. But when he's got Did more you of a watch Hot Rod and... when you liked, when you knew you liked Andy Samberg, or did you like him after that movie? I just wonder wh- whether it's worth you going back to revisit it now that you like him. I just don't want to take that risk of wasting <laughs> my time because I really didn't enjoy no, it. Okay. I yeah. really enjoy the film. I think it's fun. Yeah, good. I'll look at you know, everyone's got those films, right? And like, we spoke about this for three minutes. It's not even the right word. I was just mad. Yeah. <laughs> C- Cable Guy is, is one of my all time favorite films. 
Yes, but not for everyone. Well, is you that can't what you're find many people that yeah. know the film or enjoy it at all. Well, look, that's a that's a cult classic, you know, and you need to watch that a couple of times to really kind of get where it's where it's going and what it's about. Now, now clearly, I'm guessing you loved it the very first time you watched it, yeah. I learned the facts of life from watching the facts of life. <laughs> oh, Billy, <laughs> that was a uh, tr- uh, that was a homage to. Uh, uh, what's it? What's it called? Express. Midnight Express. Midnight Express. Yeah, yeah. yeah when yeah. he's uh, got his uh, you know, boob boobie out. up against the perspex yeah. or glass. Oh, really? Yeah. Silence of the land. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many great moments. Oh, what in about that movie. what about the um, the medieval fight? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, but even then, he's talking about references to Star Trek and all yeah. that stuff and. So my experience with Cable Guy... Oh, sorry, does that have anything to do with hot dogs? No. Well, it does, because we're talking about it. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I just thought if there was a reference there, but you just mentioned it. Okay, why yeah. not? Yeah, why not? No, it, it, I mentioned it because it came off Hot Rod somehow. Okay. Uh, of a comment you said. Okay. So I, Why are you I was questioning a... this segment? This is exactly what it's <laughs> meant to be doing. No, I wasn't questioning this segment. <laughs> I was just saying... Is there a hot... Are you getting to a hot dog reference or we're just off topic? No, we're just completely off topic. Okay, cool. That's yeah. all I'm asking. Well, you're so fancy. <laughs> just... <laughs> um, so the first time I watched... Because I was a massive Jim Carrey fan when Cable Guy came out. And it's famously Cable Guy, I think, was the uh, film that he was paid the most for or close to the most. So he was at the height of his career. And I remember... And I was a big fan. Yeah. And I remember watching it for the first time and I did not... Not like it. I liked it, definitely. But it took me a couple of goes to really to really enjoy it and for it to become a classic for me, you know. Because yeah. it was a bit unusual, a bit I, dark, I, very dark. Definitely, yeah. And, and Matthew Broderick had made, made a comeback. In, I know, in, in I love Matthew Broderick. Sorts, yeah. And, you, you know, he just played the very straight-down-the-line guy. But yeah, he was, he's always very good. <laughs> anyway... I have got something on the topic of hot dog. <laughs> oh, that's good. We should go back to that. Yeah. What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? You know Jane Lynch? Oh, yeah. Um, Glee. Glee, yeah. yeah. Tall, blonde, uh, powerful sort of actor. I really like her. You know, I she's say powerful awesome. because I think she controls the screen when she's on. 100%. Yeah. Uh, do you remember the film with um, Sean William Scott? And he he has that uh, moment where they're um, like pretend. Hang on, what's the film? Pre- I'm just I'm trying to think of um, pretend um, fighting in the woods. Um, oh, ro- uh, role models. Yeah, That's yeah. I was I was thinking of Mr. Woodstock. No, yeah, yeah, role models. Right. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's him. With McLovin. McLe- Is it McLovin. Yeah, I was trying to think of his name. But yeah, yeah, but McLovin. Everyone knows that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, McLovin's in it, and. Uh, yeah, Sean William Scott sort of helps him because McLovin loves yep. to go <laughs> into the woods and they pretend to be uh, knights and you yep. know, of the round table and lots of stuff. It's actually a, a, a whole setup sort of battle. Yeah, it's like almost like a Dungeons and Dragons in real life. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, so the reason why Hot Dog matters here is because Jane Lynch, she's <laughs> just so perfect at, at um, making you feel uncomfortable. And there's, there's a, a moment in the film which they play back on as a joke throughout it when she's meeting the father of, of one of these guys and she has a hot dog in her hand and with the actual, um, what do you want to call it, the meat of it? you know The, the actual, dog. The dog. Yeah. So the dog, 
She's putting her finger. Sean's doing visuals here. You can't see oh, this. No. But he's <laughs> he's holding the dog in one hand yep. and about to finger the bun. What are you That's doing? That's right. Yeah, oh, yeah. right. So she's holding the dog in one hand and she starts fingering the dog and pushing it out the <laughs> other end. So her finger goes into essentially a bum hole. Right. <laughs> and then she pulls it back in and sort of pushes it out again. And, oh, my God. And does that. And did she, stuff. I can't quite recall the scene, but did she know the the parents or whoever they were, the friend or... Yeah, well, it was her way of coming on to someone. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. The scene's coming back yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. It was just a sort of moment near the end where, yeah, she just starts poking it through and it's just... Oh, it's weird, but it was hilarious because that film was very funny. So, Spilking... Uh, <laughs> spilking... <laughs> uh, speaking of filth, flan, filth, flan, filth... <laughs> That was, uh, oh my gosh. Speaking of uh, filth, um, that reminds me of... <laughs> you were about to say that was a Bill Cosby reference and then you thought <laughs> Bill Cosby's a, um, someone who drugs people. This is all very quickly it's in your head, them, right? Yeah. I should, probably shouldn't mention him. <laughs> I just loved yeah. watching you go through that in, in this moment. No one knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, so, yeah, filth <laughs> uh, reminds me of... You remember, I don't know if you... You probably don't, haven't seen the film... Do you remember Porky's? Yeah, I saw that once when I was younger. I right. have no opinion on it. There's a sure, and that's cool, man. That's yeah. completely fine. There was a scene in the movie where um, a character name, his name was Meat. Yeah, the, <laughs> do you remember this? He, he's in like Revenge of the Nerds and stuff later on. Um, maybe, maybe not. Maybe I don't not. know if it's the same guy, but maybe similar not. character, right? I know yeah, who you yeah. were talking about. Yeah. And anyway, he he does his trick, you know, for the girls, right? And one of his mates says, "Hey, mate, show him the trick." And he literally lays his uh, his wiener inside some buns, and turns around and off, you know, shows the hot dog, right? You with me? <laughs> oh my god! I don't. I actually, I'm trying to work out whether I want to see that or not. I can't. Well, it's no. The way it's shot, you can't really. Oh, okay. Make it out too well. But I'm not that I'm uncomfortable to see a guy's penis. So I just don't know whether it's it's something I agree with now. <laughs> I'm a father. Oh, you have morals. Uh, you know. What? <laughs> um, so that came to mind when you mentioned um, Jane Lynch. Yeah. Well, good. Well, while you were talking about that, I, I did come up with something. And uh, it's kind of, again, roll, rolls off a few films. Yes. So you know that. Um, do you know that I was a baseball player? Uh, no, I, I, I didn't actually. I never, I never mentioned it? I don't know. Baseball? How many Basketball. Game, how many games did you come to watch me play? One. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that because I think oh it's mine. Oh my God, he's keeping count. I can't I believe. Once. You were, I think I've seen you play once. Pretty sure I have. Name it. Where? When? Oh, I time, can't remember. Date. How many balls did I throw? How many, how many strikes? I didn't care. I just turned up because you were whinging about it back then too. <laughs> you never come and see me. No, I, I definitely seen you play. All right. I played the game too. I'm Did you know that? This now. Um, no. Yeah, I, I, I was. I, I filled At in school? for. A, no, I filled in for my cousin or something. All right. Did all right too. Yeah. Got, a, yeah. got to second base. Good. Yeah. Yeah, with with, with the guy. Off a bunt. With the guy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that took me a second. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm a bit slow tonight. Holy uh, crap. Uh, you got me. My mouth was open. Yeah, yeah, you, you got you. me. 
Um, okay, but I'm, I'm heading baseball films. Right? Baseball films. Major League. Totally Every baseball film's got hot dog in it. Yeah, of course. Because that's what you do, right? So rather than run through them all, I'm just going to give you uh, four of my faves. Ferris Bueller. So wing batter. Sure, yeah, well, that's, an, that's another one, but I'm talking about baseball films rather than right. baseball in films. Okay, for but, the love of the game. Thank you for bringing that up because that's a good one. I like that. Swing, bada 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 bada, swing, bada 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 bada, yeah. swing. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Do you know, uh, after that, people still do that in dugouts. Oh, right. Yeah, it, 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 because you know, there aren't that many baseball films out there, so anything cool that comes out of it, that's what you do. Um, Top four. Four. Okay. For love of the game. Yep. Kevin Costner. Yep. Yeah. Sam Raimi, yeah? Yeah, Sam Raimi. Great. Drama. Drama. It is a drama, yeah. Sam Raimi, for those who don't know, directed Evil Dead 1, Evil Dead 2, Evil Dead 3, The Gift, uh, Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 3. Yeah. And then he goes and does For the Love of the Game. If anyone hasn't seen The Gift out there, um, Keanu Reeves and... Kate Blanchett? Yeah, Kate Blanchett, yeah. But there was, who was the younger girl? Because she was uh, sort of unknown at the time, but she's massive now. Uh, think I'm, I'm thinking Just Claire Danes, it. but it's not Claire Danes. No, but go and watch it. Uh, very good. Love the gift. I'm going to watch that again, actually. Yeah, I, I saw it probably within 12 months. Yeah, great. Still, still Yeah, yeah, it? still good. Still yeah. good. Need to yep. watch that. Okay. Um, Bull Durham. Bull Durham, yep. Kevin. So we're still... Huh? We're Kevin Costner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're still sticking with Kevin Costner. I mean, he, uh, Kevin Costner. Every sports yeah, yeah. thing he's... Yeah, every sports film has got a yeah, Kevin he's Costner. He's a big yeah. baseball fan. So um, then we've got the Major League series. Charlie Sheen, Tom Berenger. We'll talk about him. Did, did they do three of those or two only? No, they did three. Okay. Um, and... Was he in the third? No. Charlie? No, 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 no. I mean, look, if he was, it was a very small moment. But, okay. Um, no. And what was Major League Three like? Shit? Yeah, or look, you, I, I would never probably. watch it again. Okay. And I'd barely watch two again. Number one is where it's at. Okay. Because it's a serious film. Like, it's a serious comedy. Yeah. If you know what I mean? Drama, comedy, dramedy. Yeah. Uh, that's what it is. So, very, very happy to watch that again. But uh, the film I really want to talk about, because I've, I've looked for this film, to watch legally again you might have it you might better give it to me to watch The Fan oh with uh, Wesley and, um, and De Niro. Bobby De Niro yeah I don't have it I had it of course but I don't have it but yeah I hear you it's maybe a little bit hard to get yeah it's just it's just not on any of the like Netflix or any streaming services I think I saw it on Foxtel there for a little bit but they come come and go come right and go, yeah um, it, right. It's great, yeah. Wesley Snips. Yeah. Wesley Snips. <laughs> Wesley, uh, snips. <laughs> Wesley Snips. The competition. Snipty Snipe. Wesley Snipes uh, plays the baseball player. And uh, Bobby De Niro plays a fan of the team. Yeah. And he is not agreeing with the way the season's going. And he it, yeah. it becomes this big stalkerish film. Kind of like uh, you and James Franco, right? <laughs> it's nothing like <laughs> that, all right? <laughs> Because Bobby De Niro can see Wesley Snipes. I can't see James Franco. <laughs> what if you could? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, anyway. Yeah. Would you show him your hot dog? <laughs> In a bun. <laughs> it's not that sort of thing, man. It's, well, it, it's, it's not homoerotic as much as you would he's like getting, to picture it. He's actually getting quite upset. So I'm just, I'm just going to back away from the it's vehicle. It's because you're not, you're not understanding. <laughs> the, it's a, it's no, a, I do. I'm just playing with you. I'm just his number one fan. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Um, mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just want to punch you so hard. <laughs> <laughs> See what I mean? I, I'm backing away. Uh, yeah. Because, you know, you're giving the wrong impression to everybody out there. It's not like that. It's not like that at all. No, no, I know that. Yeah, right. Uh, so anyway, go watch The Fan if you get a chance. Because, it look, it's not the greatest film ever. But because it is hard to get, it's kind of... I, I feel it's just a rarity in the sports genre. It's a thriller. Yeah, true you know? that. There, there aren't many sports films that have that. Usually it's always the inspirational story or the um, coming yeah. back from, you know, whatever it is. Comedy, drama. Yeah. I'm trying to think of it. That's a, that's a good question. Yeah. Sports thrillers. Yeah. So th- th- there are, I don't feel that there are many out there that are around that. So... That is a great film to watch. Please do it. I'm going to try and get hold of it again to, to watch. If uh, I yeah, if I find it somewhere, I'll, I'll let you know. Yeah. Too. You got anything else? Um, do you know? I think it was um, what was that film with um, with Matthew Perry and Salma Hayek? You with me? Mm, no. I know there's one with Drew Again? Barrymore and um, the guy that should never make films or just stick to being a host. Oh, you're talking about Never Been Kissed? No, no, no. It was about the Boston Red Sox. And oh. Something like that. I can't remember the name of the film, but like Perfect Catch. Perfect Catch. Perfect oh, catch? yeah. That's a shocker. I was staring ahead as my as my brain was sort of yeah. rotating. Where people have computers in their brains, I still have a Rolodex. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. With films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going through chrono- chronological Rolodex, you know. So Matthew Perry falls in love with Salma. Oh, just quickly, if anyone out there is young enough and doesn't understand what a Rolodex is, fuck you. <laughs> Look it up. I think our demo is like 35 to 70, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so we're safe. But my kids don't even know what a podcast is. Yeah. True. Um, yeah, so he falls in love with Summer, who obviously is South American, and she and he kind of has to adapt to their family. It's um anyway, at the end of the film, she um at the end of the film, he's that's right, he moves to like South America or whatever. From New York. And at the end of the film, they kind of get back together because they've had a fight. Usual rom-com sure. stuff, right? Yeah. And they're literally si- sitting on like the, um, uh, on the Grand Canyon or somewhere like that. Or, and, I have no idea what this film is. And she mm. gets a New York hot dog sent, like with a, you know, esky pack, all the oh, way geez. back to there. And they sit there and share this uh, hot dog, which is his favorite hot dog from some New York you sure. know, have hot you dog ever, stand. Have you, have you ever had a New York hot dog <laughs> off a stand? No. Yeah. It may not be from a stand. It could have been from a shop. I'm not sure. But oh, right, I right, can't right. quite recall. Because, yeah, if it's one of the ones from a stand, which are sort of the size of your hand, they're not like the big hot dogs. Right. They're kind of like two-bite hot dogs. Right. And you pick them up for maybe a dollar. Oh, no, no. There, this right? was a serious yeah. hot dog. They're amazing if you can eat them within the first 30 seconds. Outside, right. Outside of that, they've gone off. Right, <laughs> don't, don't, they've don't died. Do yeah, yeah, they're brilliant oh, within that first moment. Fools rush in. Fool, oh, fools rush in. You remember I those? I've seen that. Yeah, that was so long ago. Fools rush in. Remember yeah. he gets a, like a no. snake bite or something from the. I think I've proven I don't remember that film at all. From a rattlesnake, and anyway, at the end of that film, I remember the cover. Um, she brings in a hot dog all the way from New York. 
Oh, isn't that nice of her? Yeah. And then the credits roll and... And people forget about the film forever like me. I like Fool's Rush in. I'm sure like, if I, I watched it again, I would. Name, but but look, there are so many films out there. You can't, you know, be a poster boy for all of them. Yeah. Can you? So, no. Is that it? You got... Is that you got? Is that you got? Um... Another one, I think in oh. Dumb and Dumber, Jim Carrey, uh, you all know this, Jim Carrey eats a hot dog in one go. <laughs> just the dog. <laughs> you remember? <laughs> They're at like a fair or something. I think he's taking uh, Fred Felcher out or something and he grabs a hot dog from the hot dog stand <laughs> and he just sits there just kind of chewing the bun and the sausage and then he takes a hot, the dog out of the bun and then just sits there and goes... <laughs> and swallows the whole thing it's in like one go. It's like one of the montages or something. It's I like think. a montage yeah, thing. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I know that part. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking, because there was no, yeah, like, dedicated scene Sorry, I'll rephrase that. He has no hands when he's doing this. Yeah. yeah the visual <laughs> is. And he eats the dog in one go. Like, in one chew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, Jim. Uh, anything else for you? I'm drying up here. No, I'm out, I'm out man. That's you're out, You're tapping. I'm tapping. Done. Okay, I gotta have one more. Uh, do you though? Do you have to have one more? No, you don't have to. Oh, what about um? You want to see my impression? That's it, folks. Uh, no, okay, I'm kidding. I was just cutting you off just because it's funny. Do you want to see my impression of a hot dog? <laughs> <laughs> no more. You're cut mm. off, barman. Barman, he's off. No more. No more. No, no, Mrs. Dowfire, man. He's going for the... Um, yeah, he's... But this is basically radio. Yeah, I know, but let me tell the story. Oh. Yeah. He's going for, I think it's some job interview or like nanny interview or something. And Mrs. Dowfire, Robin Williams. And he's going, I'm a voice artist. I can do voices. And he does all these voices, right? Just bangs on. It's like a montage kind of scene, yeah? Is it coming to you? It's been a while. But it's been a while, yeah. yeah. And he's doing all these voice things. And he's going, you know, imitation as as he does it so well. It doesn't surprise right? me. Robin Williams being funny and like this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then just out of nowhere, he does two minutes of voices, like probably ten voices, <laughs> and then he turns around, and goes, "Do you want to see my impression of a hot dog?" And he just stiffens up in the chair, <laughs> which is what I did, and no one could see at home. <laughs> so, <laughs> YouTube it. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, you actually it. do that. You should any of this stuff. Give us a reference I'm sure. to what just happened here. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like stiff as a board in my chair, like Robin Williams, because that's kind of like what a hot dog would be if it was in a... No, okay. Thanks for Thanks explaining that joke. Righto. Well, that's, uh, that's me. Thanks, folks. That's another episode of Off Topic with Two Drunk Guys. Uh, if, you, if you haven't listened to our Justice League review... Go and head back and do that. It's going well. People love it. They what did do. you think of it? Me personally? Or what? You're no, talking to them? I'm talking to them. We're trying to... I have to look at you because you're right <laughs> there, person in here. I'll, I'll turn away from you. I'm going to look away from you. Tell me how weird say this something? is. So what did you think of it, guys? That's weird. I can't. So seriously, if you have any comments on what you think we should do, you write to us at... Two drunk guys off topic at gmail.com. It's one of the best ways to get through to us. Uh, we might even reply. How about that? That'd be good. Yeah, sometimes when you write, I even reply to you sometimes. You do? Yeah. It's nice, right? You feel, good? you feel good about yourself when I reply? Oh, I feel so good. Yeah. Imagine that. You could have that feeling that you just heard on the, on the podcast. 
<laughs> anyway, I think we should finish here. I think we should wrap, wrap up. <laughs> Let's that. wrap this thing up. That's another episode done. Thanks for joining us. See Miss ya. you. Miss you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like the show, why don't you head on down to Facebook or Instagram and look up Off Topic with Two Drunk Guys. You'll find us there. We're going to be throwing out some extra content. Or if you just want to have a general chat, write to us to let us know how you feel about the show or any suggestions. Why don't you email us at twodrunkguysofftopic at gmail.com. Oh, look at that. Emails already. And so as not to forget, Facebook, Instagram, Off Topic with Two Drunk Guys. See you next week. Wait, wait, wait. wait. You forgot Shane Bassett. Our movie extraordinaire and all-round nice guy. He's our in-house movie critic. You can reach him on Twitter and Insta at movie underscore analyst. <laughs>